Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. Well, here we are at the start of the Easter weekend. And today is a special day we call Good Friday, a day when Christians all around the world are remembering that Jesus died on the cross. And to help us to do that together this morning, we're going to look at just one verse from the Bible together, from the start of John's Gospel, John chapter 1, verse 29. This is what it says. The next day, John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. At the moment, uh, many of us are spending a, a lot of time at home. Perhaps you're spending all your time at home. But a lot of us are also going out once a day for a walk or a run to get a bit of exercise. And if you've done that over the last few weeks, uh, I expect that you will have seen in people's front windows pictures of rainbows. Perhaps you've got a picture of a rainbow in your front window right now. It's something that children are doing all around the country at the moment putting up rainbows as a sign of hope, hope for better days ahead, hope in the middle of uncertain times. It's a lovely thing. Well, I've made my own uh, rainbow and uh, this feels very like Blue Peter, uh, but here's one I prepared uh, earlier. And I've made this to help us over the next few minutes to think about the hope that we have as Christians because of Good Friday. Uh, we see the reason for that hope in the verse I read a few moments ago. The first word John the Baptist says in that verse is an unusual word, but actually it's a word that we sang earlier on in our service. It's the word behold. Now, uh, we don't often do uh, use that word these days, uh, but it means behold means to stop and to stare at something to take it in and to enjoy looking at it. These days we see lots of images, uh, lots of pictures the whole time popping up on our TVs and tablets and smartphones. As you scroll through social media, uh, lots of pictures come up and then disappear again. And so maybe we're a little bit out of practice of stopping and fixing our eyes on just one thing. If you've ever walked around an art gallery, you probably would have noticed that there are chairs and benches along the way. And that's not just for people who've got tired legs. It's so that people can sit down and spend time really staring and taking in and enjoying a painting. That's what behold means. And on Good Friday, there is something for us to behold like that. What is it? Well, John the Baptist tells us in our verse uh, from the Bible, it says he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, behold, the Lamb of God. He's telling us to look at Jesus and he calls him the Lamb of God. Now, that might strike us as rather strange. Why call Jesus a lamb? Well, there's a very good reason why. A long time ago, God told his people to sacrifice a lamb every year. It was a sign of God punishing the lamb instead of his people. The lamb would be punished 
for the sins of the people so the people could be forgiven. And so when they looked at a sacrificed lamb, it was a powerful reminder that they could only live because the lamb had died in their place. And this went on for years and years. Every year, people would bring along their lamb to be sacrificed. Every year, another lamb. And everyone would have to keep doing this. And it went on again and again and again and again and again and again until Jesus came. You see, those lambs didn't really take away people's sins at all, but they were a picture to help us understand what Jesus would do in the future. So that when Jesus came along and John the Baptist described him, as he does in the verse we're looking at this morning, as the Lamb of God, everyone would go, ah, you mean he's going to die in the place of the people to take away our sins so we can be forgiven? I get it. It suddenly made sense. But Jesus wasn't just another lamb in a long line of lambs. He was the lamb, the final lamb, the final sacrifice for sins. And he was the lamb of God. This lamb was being given by none other than God the Father for a very special purpose. That purpose was to take away our sins. And that happened on Good Friday when Jesus died on the cross. When Jesus, the Lamb of God, was sacrificed in our place. He was punished for our sins, all that we've done against God, so that we can be forgiven. And when we look at the cross and see Jesus dying there, when we behold him, it's a powerful reminder for us that the only reason we can be forgiven of our sins is because he was punished for them. The only reason we can have eternal life is because he died in our place. And when we understand that and behold him on the cross, it makes us very, very, very thankful for Jesus. What happened to Jesus on the cross? was a very bad and a sad thing. But we call it Good Friday because of all the good things that come to us through his sacrifice. If you're trusting in Jesus, your sins are forgiven. If you're trusting in Jesus, you have eternal life. Not only did Jesus die, but we'll remember in two days that Jesus rose again from the grave, defeating death. If you're trusting in him, he has defeated death for you as well. And you don't need to fear it anymore because he's promised to take you through it into a perfect and eternal world on the other side. That's why this is Good Friday. By taking away our sins, Jesus has brought us forgiveness and eternal life with him forever. Good Friday is very, very good news. And it's not just for you and me and a small group of people. John the Baptist said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. 
If you or I were to go and ask our neighbours from a safe distance over the garden fence, what's the biggest problem facing the world today? Well, I think that most people would probably answer coronavirus. But God tells us in the Bible, there's a much bigger problem facing the world today. And that's the problem of our sin. It puts us in danger of God's fair punishment. But Good Friday isn't just about showing us we've got a problem. It's about showing us that God has given us the answer, the solution. And that is Jesus, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus takes away the sin of everyone in the world who trusts in him. And that is very good news. And it's the news the world needs most. We have a great hope because of the cross of Jesus and his death there. And as we'll remember on Sunday, because of his resurrection. We hope for so much more than the end of coronavirus, for so much more than the day when we will meet again, as wonderful as those things will be. No, we hope for so much more, a day far beyond the reach of all sickness and separation, a future safe at last from all that can harm us, together at last with the Lord who loved us on that cross and loved us, loves us still today. We have a grand and glorious hope made possible because of that very good Friday when Jesus died to take away our sins. And so today, friends, wherever you are, let me encourage you today to behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, to behold him in a special way. Maybe for the older ones, let me encourage you to take some time today to break away from the screens and other demands, to really behold Jesus and his cross, to meditate on what he did there for you. Perhaps spend some time turning over in your mind that verse that we've been thinking about, John 1.29. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Don't just glance at him today and then look away. Behold him, his love and his beauty. For those who are younger, can I encourage you to make your own rainbow uh, like this one and to put the cross underneath it and to pop it in your front window. Or if you've already made a rainbow, maybe add a cross in as a reminder to you and everyone who passes by and sees it that we have a great hope because of the cross of Jesus. That could be a fun thing to do later today and a helpful way to behold him. I'm going to close with some words that we sometimes sing from a song called Yet Not I But Through Christ In Me. And it just struck me the other day as I heard these words that they are especially helpful in the circumstances that we're all facing at the moment and as we reflect on the hope Good Friday gives us as Christians. No fate I dread, I know I am forgiven. The future sure, the price it has been paid. For Jesus bled and suffered for my pardon and he was raised to overthrow the grave. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us your son Jesus 
the lamb you provided to take away our sins. We are so grateful that our punishment has been paid for, our sins forgiven, and that we have a great hope of a wonderful future with you. Please help all of us today to behold your beautiful son, our crucified and living saviour, the hope of all the world, in whose name we pray. Amen.